0: We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them, and if you're that
1: friend, this is us saying
2: thank you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before eleven a.m. for just ninety nine cents, and a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just two seventy nine. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
3: Bada
2: prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: I have been here. The Gray Goose.
0: Adventures of a modern Robin Hood.
3: I, as you know, was gunning for Major Brawley, a wealthy member of my own club. So wealthy indeed that he even owned a big football club. I staged a bit of a coup in that direction. <laughs> Cost him a pretty penny too. Not quite satisfied, however, I took Charlie Austin down with me to Brawley's country place, where Charlie and I endeavoured to see where we could next kick him in the pants. Suddenly we both received a toy arrow where it hurts most, and discovered a nine-year-old who called himself Robin Hood. He was absolutely steeped in the story of Sherwood, and I must say his old English was pretty good. A queer little cuss, Charlie called him. Apparently, he had some real grudge against the Major. I borrowed one of his toy arrows and fired it through the window. To our great surprise, Inspector Ford himself turned up. So we packed the gallant robin off, and Charlie and I climbed his tree overlooking the study. Think, man, think! Who round these parts would have
0: a toy bow and arrow? Well, give me time. You I'm... see, attached to it is not only the note you mentioned reading, I am here, but there's an additional feather, a grey goose feather. Oh, some kid did it, I expect. I'm sorry, that bird can't fly. It'd take a grown man to pull that bow back far enough to send a blunt arrow through your glass window. Now, there's only one explanation. Mm-hmm. The grey goose, as he says on the note, is here.
2: Yes, yes,
0: I see that. Well, if he's that close, we can get him, surely. I'm just waiting to lay my hands on that joker. He's cost me thousands. You're no more anxious than I am. Now, this is how I see it. He doesn't ordinarily go round with a boy's bow and arrow. Thus, when he came visiting you... Visiting? Bad word to use, but it'll suffice. You see, as I read it, he's doing a follow-up. You mean there's more to come? That's exactly what I do mean. He's still after you, and that means trouble, because, my dear sir, he's looking for more fresh fields and pastures new... You. Now then, being down here, he sends you a message. By a kid's arrow? My dear sir, that's exactly where we started. What kiddies round here have you seen playing with a burned arrow?
2: Well, uh, I suppose there's a good many.
0: Oh, will you try and be a bit more specific? My idea down it, though I've just said it, is... He didn't arm himself with the toy. The toy came his way and he took this, this dramatic way of announcing himself. Quite a character, as a matter of fact. Yes, I see. So you want to round up all the kids in the nearby village and see which one has lost a bow and arrow, eh? Well, it might be worth it. All right, I'll get my agent off. Uh, I'll get him after it after school in the morning and find out. It'll be a big job, mind you. Yes, I know that. But if it'll bring the Grey Goose in, that's all I want. Oh, well, it's very late. It's after midnight. I can put you up if you'd like. Oh, no, thanks. It's only 25 miles back to town. I've got a little job to see to in this connection. I'll be along during the morning. Oh, just before I go, I'm going to have a stroll around here. I may pick up something. Well, have a drink before you go. Under the circumstances, no. I I think I'd better get back. Ah, Pity I hadn't a few men with me. I'd have combed the whole neighbourhood. Found it the sense as cold as a stone now. What do you intend to do if you find a boy who's lost a bow or, or sold a bow and arrow? Given away, lost or stolen or bought, I'll grill each one. Oh, well, till tomorrow then. Good night. Good night.
3: Rocky, That's torn it, Mr. Hicks. It has a bit. It'll bring him eventually to our little Robin Hood. And willy-nilly, he'll let the cat out of the bag. We'll hop down from this tree. We've got to find an idea. <clears throat> <sighs> okay. <sighs> Where now? Well, our friend Robin Hood mustn't be allowed to talk. How can we stop him? I think I know how. It'll have to be done now. But it's after midnight. What about his folks? We'll chance them. Come on. Only half a mile down the lane, he said. The gamekeeper's cottage. Get walking, Friar Tuck, or are you little John? No.
0: Just blinking
3: tired. Oh, this is it. Someone's still up, apparently. Who is that? Uh, genuinely a friend, Mrs. Driscoll. I do realise it's terribly late, but I did promise Master Robin Hood that I'd report to him.
1: Oh, Mother, you must open. It's important message. Hush, Robin, that's nonsense. I'm afraid I assure you,
3: Mrs. Driscoll, it's quite important, as that little stalwart of yours says.
1: Little stalwart, indeed. Such romantic nonsense. All right, but I really can't see what a call at this hour can mean. A mask man.
3: Yes, Fooch, I'm very sorry. I'm only wearing it to protect you. It may be to your advantage not to be able to recognise me. I, I... I'm not coming in, you see. I'll just stand in the shadows and talk.
1: That's his visor he's got down, Mother.
3: That's it, Robin Hood. Just as King Richard was visored when he first returned from the Crusades. Then you must be my liege. That's it, Robin. Now, I have a favour to ask. Will you give me your bow and all your arrows? But, my lord, Listen, has... old son. You and I won't play for a little while. There's a very good reason for what I ask, Mrs. Driscoll. Quite inadvertently, I may have placed your little chap in a spot. I was careless, I think, now.
1: What's he been doing now? Shooting the major? The sheriff of Nottingham, as he called him?
3: He's apparently very much disliked.
1: He is that stuck-up, hard-hearted, a merciless beast of a man.
3: I'd like to hear more of this in a moment. Uh, Can you persuade Robin to let me have what I want?
1: It's all right. You can have them.
3: I'm going to burn them, Robin.
1: Oh, no. Not my trusty bow. Yes.
3: Every vestige. But listen. When I get back to London town, I'm going to order one of the greatest bowmen to make you a bow twice as long and arrows to fit. How's that?
1: Fine. Then I can really send a shot through the captive's heart.
3: <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, thank you and good night.
1: Off you go, Robin, to bed. School in the morning. I bid you good night, Lady Mother.
3: <laughs> a quaint little soul, that boy of yours.
1: Quaint? I really don't know what to do with him. This Robin Hood nonsense will have to be knocked out of him.
3: If I may say so, that would be a pity.
1: But it's dangerous. One day he and his friends, the men of Sherwood as he calls them, will do some damage. There's 20 of them. You see, he's he's determined to kill the Major.
3: He seems to have a great hate for that gentleman.
1: Haven't we all in these parts?
3: Well, oh, this is interesting. You see, I have a little score to set myself. Can you tell me about this, um, this feud?
1: As far as this family is concerned, yes. You see, I'm a widow. Husband's been dead a few years now. Oh, I've got over the worst now. But it's Dad. Gamekeeper for nearly 40 years.
3: Is he around now?
1: No, he's bedridden in the back room there. Six months now.
3: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that.
1: So Blairly has appointed a new keeper and insists on us moving on. But we can't. The doctor wouldn't allow Dad to be moved. So it's a sort of fight till Dad's better or, or dies. And what of Robin? Oh, he's heard us talking, I'm afraid. And then again, recently he got wandering round the estate's private park and the Major took a hunting crop to him.
3: Scott, he's lower than I thought. Well, well, something may be done about all this.
1: You've got a grudge, too.
3: My word, I have. You see, there's a long-standing difference of opinion between Major Browley and myself. That's my main reason for appearing in these parts.
1: Oh, you won't do anything more to bring trouble on me and mine.
3: (laughs) On the contrary, I may achieve the opposite. How long does the Major give you to get your father out?
1: About three weeks more. Even if Dad's well enough, we have nowhere to go. Dad's only 60, but I doubt he'll be able to get another job as gamekeeper, even when he's better.
3: Well, when he is a bit better, maybe I can help there. In the meantime, keep up your pecker, and I hope you'll trust me a little.
1: I... I find myself doing so. Although you have that mask on, you sound friendly.
3: One last thing. If anybody, anybody, mind you, asks young Robin if he possesses a bow and arrow, let him be quite truthful and say, a man took them away. Just that, and no more.
1: A man took them away? That's
3: most important. Except that he never saw the man's face, because he was masked. Got that?
1: Yes. You can trust Robin to do exactly as he's told.
3: Good. And now I'll be leaving you. And (laughs) thank you for not screaming the place down when I first arrived. Good night. You'll be hearing from me again. Good night. You still there, Charlie? Yes, Mr. Hicks. Right. Now, listen. Tomorrow morning early, you'll get around the village and buy up all the bows and arrows from every kid who's got one. Aye? There'll be at least 20, maybe a few more. House to house calls if necessary. Don't miss a single one. Give each kid a pound or, or even more. Oh, blimey. What, can I rustle a bit of loose silver? Hmm? Oh, confound it, so can I. But I've got to have the money before daybreak. Well, banks do open until ten. Oh, that's right. Make it all easy. Of course. I reckon we could borrow twenty or thirty of the best. For heaven's sake, man. At this time of night, twelve fifty-five a.m., reckon this, eh uh, major bloke could oblige. What the... Oh, for crying out loud, Charlie. Your brain is definitely working. Yes. Certainly the major will pay. <laughs> What's the idea? Why buy up all the bows and arrows? Let me remind you that I fired a child's arrow through Browley's window. And we heard the good inspector say he was going to track down the boy who owned the bow and arrow. Yeah, i begin to see. I'm glad of that. Because it would lead him to Robin. So no, if every bowman in this neighbourhood says a kind gentleman bought his bow and arrows from him, it can't possibly point to Robin any more than any other boy, see? Crocky. That reminds me of Ali Barber where the robber's chalk marked a door and the girl runs after him and puts a mark on all the doors. Yes, Sir Hellazard told me yourself. However, we haven't time to discuss the Arabian Nights. We've got to finance the arrow purchases and to achieve that, we do a little spot of burglary on the gallant major's premises. Up guards and atom. How did you get on with the wall safe, Charlie? Not much money there. But I helped myself to all of his papers just on chance. That's always good. Financially... I did quite well. I sneaked up to his bedroom. There he was, snoring like a pig. So I lifted his wallet off the bedside table. (laughs) It contains quite a stack of notes. Then, to keep the party clean, I stuck one of my feathers just where his moustache ought to be. (laughs) 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 Nearly woke the blight Oh, blimey, you do take risks. The spice of life, as you well know, Charlie. Now, for somewhere to lay our heads ready for the morn when you go chasing arrows... Wait on. Look. Standing in the front drive. Holy Moses, the inspector himself. Bless the wily old bird. He didn't go off to town after all. No, he's doing a proud on his own. Coming over our way now. Quick, up into the old oak tree, Charlie. <coughs> <laughs> Just in time. But a second to spare.
0: the inspector in the vicinity and highly suspicious, there'll be some anxious moments for the Grey Goose. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend,
1: this is us saying
2: thank you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents. And a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.79. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Jumba Casino.